This is the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast with the ADA Comply Guy, Tony Caggiano. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about my current business and what I do as the ADA Comply Guy, uh, a little bit about my mission and the software that we have um, that's helping businesses get compliant with the ADA. Um, and we'll even discuss what the ADA is. So let's hit that intro and we'll tell you how your business can benefit from this new regulation. The path to success can be a long and winding road. As entrepreneurs, we all have reasons for taking control of our own destiny, but just because you're working for yourself doesn't mean you have to work by yourself. The best way to grow as an entrepreneur is to surround yourself and learn from others who have a similar mindset. On the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast, we will meet many of these mindset masters and bring you valuable lessons that you can use today to help you keep moving forward on your entrepreneurial journey. A lot of people don't even know that the ADA, which is the Americans with Disability Act, is a newer, um, it's been out for a couple of years, but a newer requirement for businesses with business websites to be compliant to the ADA standards. We've seen handicapped parking spaces, we've seen handicapped accessible bathrooms and such, and all of those came about in 1990 when President George Bush signed into law the Americans with Disability Act, and that brought requirements to brick and mortar businesses and the building codes in order to make accessibility a thing for people with handicaps um, and disabilities. Fast forward quite a few years after the invention of the internet, it was approximately, I believe it was 2016, when the first lawsuit was brought against Winn-Dixie, um, which is a grocery store down in the South, that a gentleman who was disabled said that he was unable to utilize their website in order to properly use the website um, the way that somebody who didn't have his disability could. And a judge deemed that it was necessary for Winn-Dixie to adjust their website accordingly to the standards of the ADA. And that was the beginning of everything with online accessibility and the ADA requirements. Now, back then, um, and even prior to that, there, there were a lot of web developers and people making sites accessible, um, but utilizing standards that were hard-coded into the website. So you would have to go and hire a web developer to rebuild your website from scratch, utilizing certain standards put together by the WCAG, which is the Worldwide Consortium for Accessible Web Design. And that, those are the standards that the Americans with Disability Act or the ADA follow for their regulations. So back then, you know, again, you would have to hire a website designer to make sure that your site was accessible to these standards. And it would be very costly, time consuming, and a lot of times cost prohibitive for the small to medium sized businesses. Now, the larger companies, um, Home Depot, Chick-fil-A, and a bunch of other ones that did get lawsuits presented to them, they went back to their web developers and said, hey, okay, we have to comply with this now. Go ahead and redesign our site and take care of it. Well, this was a bit easier for the larger companies who had on-site web designers, but 
then the ADA started looking at the medium to smaller size businesses. And over the past three to four years, there have been thousands of lawsuits against these small businesses, sometimes putting them out of business because the fines and the cost was too cost prohibitive for them to do this until now. Um, now, over the past year, year and a half or so, there has been new development in this in that there are now a few overlays, which are they're called, um, like my software, ADA Comply Guy, that will be able to take your site and dynamically adjust it, um, give the tools to the end user to adjust it for their specific needs. And it's a quick an affordable and easy solution for businesses of all size to comply with. A lot of the overlays will allow the businesses to not only, you know, become accessible to people with disabilities, but also become compliant with the ADA so that way they can follow the letter of the law, you know, and there are different levels of compliance and we're not going to get into that today, uh, but a lot of the overlay toolbars uh, like our software, uh, they will make your site single A compliant. And there's three levels, A, double A, and triple A. Um, and double A is the one you want to shoot for. And once you add things like closed captioning for videos and some other advanced things that you um, can add on top of these software overlays, then you can become double A compliant. And triple A compliancy is really for a website that is specifically made for people with disabilities. So 95% of businesses out there probably wouldn't even need to uh, get up to that standard. A lot of people ask me, Tony, how did you get involved in becoming the ADA Comply Guy or even in advocating for the disabled community with accessible websites? Well, uh, it all goes back about a year ago from now, which it's currently November of 2020. So last November of 2019, I was in the process of building a fundraising app for our local schools. My wife and I have always been very philanthropic in our nature and looking to help others. We've done a lot of, of different things over the years just to utilize our resources to be able to give back, whether it be fundraising for local schools or we did a thing for hurricane victims a few years ago and um, we even did a clothes closet in our garage where we collected clothes for local kids in our local area because they were going to school in their pajamas with no winter coats in the middle of winter so there's a big need for that in our area so we just stepped in and um, you know utilized our spare time to be able to do that for the kids of our communities but uh, one of the big needs that we saw was the need for our schools and fundraising and different ideas. And I came up with this app to be able to connect local businesses with the, the schools in a sort of digital coupon kind of app. And, and when I got to the point where um, I needed to develop it, and so um, I started meeting a bunch of different developers. And one of the developers was actually working on the software, and I just thought it was amazing that you know, now there was a software that could quickly and easily help business owners. And there are millions of business owners and websites out there that still don't know about this and need it. So, you know, I decided to say, hey, you know, I need to be an advocate for this and, and start spreading the word. And at first it wasn't going to be a full-time business, but then COVID hit and we had to shelf the project of the fundraising app. And I said, okay, you know what? I need to go all in on this and really get the word out there because this is a really big need that needs to be filled. And so lo and behold, it came about where 
um, you know, I became the ADA Comply Guy, decided to become the expert in the field, uh, in this niche, and help businesses all around the world, really. Uh, the U.S. has the Americans with Disabilities Act uh, regulation for our laws, but throughout the world, there are different regulations in different countries that also advocate for the disabled community. Now, ADA compliance is synonymous with an accessible website, but they really aren't the same. So the difference between being compliant with the ADA and having an accessible website, for one, um, being compliant with the ADA is just for the United States. Um, like I said a second ago, there are lots of other countries that have their own regulations um, for being accessible and having accessible websites. But having an accessible website really means giving the tools to the end user to be able to adjust the site so that way they can utilize it to the best of their ability and become a customer, really. You, you, what you're looking for as a business owner is to really be able to capture more customers that right now can't even use your site. Even if you're paying for advertising and you get them through your funnel or on your website to become a customer, a lot of times that's where it ends for them if they can't use it. So you're really missing out on all those ad dollars that you're spending or organic traffic that you're getting to your website for people that can't utilize your, your, your site. And there are a ton of them out there. People don't realize that one in every four to five people has some kind of disability that hinders them from utilizing most websites. And that equates to over 85 million people in the U.S. alone. So, I mean, that's a large group of people in our uh, our population and that can't utilize your website so it really is becoming a no-brainer for companies and businesses to make sure that their sites are accessible these days most people think that when they hear about this like oh it's for people with seeing disabilities you know whether it be partial blindness or legally blindness or even color blindness or the, there are many different um, disabilities that affect the eyes um, and even people that are totally blind have adaptive technology that they connect to their computer to be able to have the cursor hover over different objects and then tell them what the cursor is hovering over so one of the tools in our software is actually a screen reader and that could be utilized for people who are totally blind partially uh, legally blind but it can also be for a whole slew of other disabilities that you may not even think of you know on top of that people with physical disabilities who can't use a mouse properly or click then those are disabilities that can utilize the screen reader um, or even you know people with autism you know my son is on the autism spectrum and sometimes it's harder for him to comprehend things that he reads himself while he's reading it and if somebody can read it to him it's much easier for him to comprehend so he, uh, somebody like him may use a screen reader as well to be able to listen and comprehend what he's reading on the website in addition to that there are also hearing disabilities so when the videos on your website are closed captioned they're able to read the videos while they're watching them instead of being able to hear them and that could even be used for people who don't have disabilities let's say you know you're commuting on a, a noisy train and you don't have headphones you just want to watch a video and you want to know what they're talking about a lot of times closed captioning which is utilized mainly for people with disabilities can be utilized for people even you know without disabilities to use it without sound so there are a lot of advantages to 
providing these tools for people uh, when they're using your website. I wanted to share a little story with you that I put together just to help m help you understand a little bit better what accessibility really is in regards to having a website. And I call this the three houses. And um, it's a story of a contractor who is going to a job site and there's three houses in front of him that he can choose which house that he wants to build that day. So the first house he goes to, you know, they supply him with all the lumber and all the nails and everything he needs supply wise to build this house, but they don't give him a hammer or any tools to be able to put it together. Now the second house site, he goes to it and again, they give him all the hammer, or the nails and the wood and the lumber and everything material wise to put it together. And they give them one tool uh, and it's a hammer. And he's expected to be able to utilize just this one hammer to put it together the whole house. Now the third job site he goes to, again, all the materials, lumber, nails, everything that he would need. But in this time, he's given a pneumatic nail gun. And this nail gun is adjustable how he likes to build houses. And so he will be able to utilize this nail gun to efficiently and productively build this house. So which do you think is he gonna build? Is he gonna go to the first one where it's gonna be almost impossible for him to build this house with no tools? Uh, the second site where he's given a hammer and while he could probably do it, it's gonna take him a very long time and he might get frustrated and there's no way it's gonna be productive for him to do because it's gonna take too much time. And then the third house, you know, he's given the proper tools to do the job efficiently and effectively um, and so it's gonna be much more enjoyable for him to be able to build this house and finish the project. And so as we equate this analogy to websites, the first house is like a non-accessible website at all. You know, you someone with a disability can go to a website and see that they're not able to utilize it, there are no tools available, and it's not statically compliant or accessible with the old way of changing the website to uh, comply with certain standards. And so chances are they're just gonna give up and move on to the next site. Now, the second house is equivalent to a website that has been um, statically conformed to the ADA compliance or the WCAG standards of accessible web, web design. So statically, the, the website has been recoded and redesigned to a certain set of standards. So somebody going to the website who has a disability that conforms to these standards, um, maybe you know a certain contrast or certain size fonts or things like that, you know that they can't change, but they can utilize the site. There's a good possibility that they can use that site, but it's very limited for them and for people with different types of disabilities that these accessibilities are not gonna help them. And the third house, you know, of course, relates to an accessible website with these dynamic tools on the site so that they can go and adjust the site according to their specific needs and utilize the site uh, comfortably and effectively and have an enjoyable user experience and therefore there is a large chance that they're going to convert into a client and utilize your business for uh, their purchases so i put that together you know just to get a better understanding to or give a better understanding to people uh, so that they can picture it in their mind, you know, what really is accessibility and why is it important? Becoming an advocate for the disabled community for me really was 
awesome um, because it allowed me to start a business that not only am I now helping my business clients uh, with their websites, but it's really filling a bigger need in the community and allowing more and more websites on the internet to become accessible, which is helping me to reach my goal of making the internet completely accessible to people of all abilities. But on the other hand, you know, there are a lot of benefits for the business owner who has the website that they're going to make accessible and compliant to the ADA. Um, first off, accessible websites are loved by Google. Google's algorithm and SEO really favors sites that have accessibility options on them. And so by making your site accessible to people with disabilities, your ranking on the Google SEO and the, their search engine will most likely rank you higher than you even are right now without doing anything else. So um, that is that is one big advantage of it. Uh, the second advantage, you know, we touched base a little bit about this earlier on in this podcast is that your site will be able to capture more leads and a larger customer base of people that are out there right now looking to buy your goods and services, but just can't, you know, even if they found your website, they can't utilize it without the proper tools to um, give them the ability to convert and become a customer. I mean, so that, that is number two is a, a huge reason to make the, the leap to become accessible and have a website that conforms to their needs. And a third reason, I mean, it's a huge reason for um, a lot of people in the US is that not only is this super affordable at less than a dollar a day for our software, I wanted to make a affordable option for most small to medium sized businesses so that we can make it available to almost every business out there. Uh, but one of the other things that's going to make it much more affordable is that in the US, the IRS actually has a tax credit available for people who invest in their website and make it conform to ADA. So they have a 50% tax credit and, and by tax credit, that means 50% back to you in your pocket. It's not a deduction. It doesn't go against your income or anything like that. It's a tax credit, which means if you qualify for it, which most businesses should, that whatever you spend, half of that will come back to you in your tax return. So that in itself, you're, it's like getting free money from the government in order to bring more clients to your website. So it's like the government is helping you bring more clients to your website and um, become more profitable. So that in itself is, is a huge no brainer for most businesses. Once they realize this, once they hear about accessibility, what it can do, how it can bring more business and that the government, the, the IRS in the US will actually help pay for this. It really becomes a matter of, you know, where, where do I sign up? You know? And so this podcast really is not for me to pitch my software. Um, you know, I'm really an advocate for the disabled community and to spread the word to businesses to help them. But if you are looking for a easy and cost effective way to become compliant, and you want to look further into this, um, I'd be happy to help you out. You can reach out to me and take a look at my website. It's adacomplyguy.com. The more I'm able to 
help businesses and grow this company, the more I want to give back and help the disabled community. So we're going to be giving a lot more back to the to the community and really helping um, people with disabilities become more um, a part of the internet. I hope you got a lot out of this podcast today because I really hope that it can help you become more aware of the regulations of the ADA and what it means to your business, how you can become more profitable and how you can protect your business against a lot of these ADA lawsuits that are out there. Um, so protect your business and become more profitable with ADA compliance and website accessibility. Thank you again for joining me today on the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. Please go and like, share, and subscribe and be ready for all of our great interviews we're going to be coming out with, um, with a lot of amazing entrepreneurs that are going to share their stories along their entrepreneurial journey. So until next time, keep moving forward and have fun on your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. Our show is sponsored by the ADA Comply Guy Accessibility Toolbar Solution for your business website or sales funnel. My mission is to help make the internet accessible to people of all abilities by spreading awareness that ADA compliance is now required for your digital real estate. Our solution can help you become compliant, but also allow 85 million people in the U.S. alone with different abilities to be able to use your site who otherwise couldn't. If you want more information about this for your business and to see how you can even get free money to pay for this upgrade, please visit our site at www.adacomplyguide.com. I look forward to having you join me and other entrepreneurs just like you again on our next episode for more valuable insights that will help you achieve your success on your entrepreneurial journey.